Hello, I'm Marshall Lorenzo. And I'm Emily Richardson. And welcome back to Trashbox, a Real Housewives podcast. Very nice. Isn't it? Isn't it? It is. Yes. It is. <laughs> um, let's just start by saying, hey, episode two, we learned some things from episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like use a good microphone. Yeah. Yeah. We learned. Don't be a robot from hell. Um, so we're evolving, we're moving on, and we're becoming beautiful new people. Honestly, you live, you learn. Honestly, you live, you don't learn, you repeat mistakes. It's true. Wait, are we saying the same thing? Marshall, how was your week? Um, last night I took a whole bag of, uh, no frills potato chips and no frills sour cream into my bedroom at 3 a.m. How about you? Uh, Marshall, I have a question for you. Yeah, tell me. How much mold is too much mold on a piece of bread? And would you eat it? You can never have too much mold. Really? I this is a, I say this with years of experience, eons of experience. Just last week, actually, I took a loaf of, again, wonderful no-frills bread. And I was so mad at the amount of mold that had permeated through the entire loaf so rapidly that I decided to fastidiously scrape as much mold off as I can to the point where it was not wholly cheese. It was like ripped up pieces of crumbs in a <laughs> loose bag. <laughs> That's disgusting. I knew I needed new bread last night when I was out. I was oot in a boot. Um, and I was like, okay, should I go to my little bread store? I go to this little cute little adult bread store. And when I was passing it, I saw in the window that these two 18-year-old girls who work there were in-house at that moment. And I couldn't go in because the issue is one at one time I was in a really good mood and I went to the bread store and I was like, hey, bitches, what's up? Tell me about your love lives. And like, first of all, they loved it. They no, they did. Your opinion, your opinion. They ate it up. I just kept using the term fuck boy over and over and being like, your 20s are going to suck, ladies. And they're like, oh, my God, TikTok, I love you. <laughs> She's youthful. Yeah. Well, the issue is that was me on a good day. And most of the time, you know, I could turn it on pretty good with customer service representatives, uh, having been in customer service myself for many years. But I just don't have the energy most of the time. So now I can't go in there when they're there. Because <laughs> whenever I walk in, they're like, this bitch. And not today. Not today, Sarah Cooper. Not today. I can't do it. So now I'm eating moldy bread. You've had worse. You've had worse bouts in your life. You've had worse. Yeah, that's true. Let's not list them off. I don't want to. Um, I'm very excited to be doing this podcast with you, Marshall. Yeah, I am. I will say, like, uh, was Salt Lake City the answer to my prayers? Was this the thing that I w- was so excited to talk about? No, it wasn't. But now that we're here. Now that the seeds have been planted, now that I'm seeing the fruits that have grown from um, these church monsters, I have hope. I have faith. Church monsters. I like that. Church monsters. Yeah. Um, And also, I will say this. Episode two was a huge improvement for me than episode one. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, just in general with any show, like now we know who our characters are. Now we know who our villains are, who who our heroes are. Well, there's none. Um, (laughs) And, uh, yeah. And whose dad uh, has a serious opium addiction problem. Oh, my God. 
So should we just start with that downer? Yeah. Get it out of the way? Yeah. It's tough. It's one of those ones where like it it, it starts up on the screen in any of these franchises and I just plank on the floor in my living room and wait till it passes. First of all, as someone who used to binge episodes of Intervention, (laughs) I am fascinated by addiction. Um. I don't, I'm not a fan, but I'm, I am fascinated. <laughs> uh, and I must say, after we, I mean, we and everybody on social media mocked this guy for his very interesting hair. Uh, I'm you to- like, you're oh. talking about Whitney's dad? Whitney's dad, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about Blink-182? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now I feel bad because I know me. I'm a sensitive gal. Uh, let's, I am, Marshall. Continue. I Continue. am. Like, if I get one mildly negative comment on one of my delisted posts, mm-hmm. and it's not even about me, it's just like a typo. It's like, she spelled this wrong. I'm like, well, I guess I'm trash and everyone hates me. I can confirm, yes. <laughs> yes, this is true. And that's not even personal. I cannot imagine being an addict in recovery, your daughter going on a worldwide reality show and everybody immediately making fun of how you look. That would suck. More so, I was shocked to find out that he, his fortune is because he was a hair specialist. (laughs) As he was saying this, and I was counting every single one of the like packed together fronds that were just spiking down like Lydia Dietz on his forehead. I was like... (laughs) You made millions of be... dollars? <laughs> Full Lydia I think Deeds. it might be like the the symbol of his downfall. Like he yeah. he lost his ability to put his hair together. He left his cake out in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's okay. And I hope going to Mary's cult church somehow cures him. Oh, I certainly don't think the ch- church is the answer. I certainly do not. I believe he's a big, big trouble in either church. I love the discussion where they're like, but is it this church or is it this church? Tis neither. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a friend who had some alcohol issues. Um, and Okay. I'm, I'd prefer not to discuss this uh, on the <laughs> podcast. She uh, had an issue with AA because she was like, I don't believe in fucking God. And this is all about Jesus goddamn Christ. Uh, so I think that if you do believe in God and you do go to AA, also, how did this become so goddamn dark immediately? Oh, but that's what we this want, baby. We want the darkness. Yeah. Um, Listen, yeah, sorry, keep going. Yeah. So, no, if you have faith, I feel like it's it's probably gives you um, a stronger chance of getting clean. Yeah. Yeah, sure. A lovely little Band-Aid. Um, well, you know what uh, George Michael said? What? You Freedom. gotta have Band-Aids. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say you you fuck right. <laughs> Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's move on from that. Let's just—I really don't want to like discuss the sort of the, any more of the church. The, uh, sorry, of the hospital smell. Um, <laughs> although I will say, <laughs> when Jen is uh, again, this is the beginning of the episode. When Jen is panicking in the bathroom, whatever, over like this non-fight, uh, yeah. and she's uh, hysterical, and she's like. I, it's it's exactly the same as looking at a tiny little baby and saying, you smell like cancer. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the background, she has this I love New York uh, 
horrible, horrible piece of artwork behind her. Oh, her she's tacky. Terrible. Well, it's they're all tacky. Terrible. Um, she, yeah. What did she say? What was her exact quote about the, the baby like having cancer? At a little baby, and saying to little baby, "You smell like cancer." <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Put it on a t-shirt. Already. Um, I also enjoyed Mary's uh thing where she was like she was trying to make um, she's trying to defend herself in hospital smell gate, uh, <laughs> and she tries to make things better by saying, "No, no, no, it wasn't just Jen." It was Jen and her entire crew who smelled like hospital. <laughs> and it's like, wow. So the smell was so pungent, it jumped bodies <laughs> like the face hunger in Alien. She leveled up the insult. She leveled up, upgraded, broadened, broadened uh, her treachery. I loved it. Yeah, I really like her. So I think so far what we have, what I liked about episode two versus episode one is we got the Mary Jen crazy out of the way in episode one. And I do like how at, at, at the start of this episode, Jen just decides to accept the non-apology. And it's good because she's a pro. She needs to pace herself. This is a feud that will last years. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a marathon. I know, but I fucking hate these classic housewives. Uh, I, I only want to move forward. I only want to move forward while they're permanently <laughs> looking in the rearview mirror. Permanently. There is no oh, moving forward. Great. There is no forgiveness ever. We know this. This is canon. Um, but what I liked about episode two was that we got to know. My two favorites, Heather and Whitney. Okay. I was a little nervous because I was going to say this this episode for me was just a full reveal of the monster that is Lisa. Lisa's garbage. It's, we'll get to Lisa, but like... Um, Put a pin in Lisa ooh. right in her eyes. Okay. So Whitney and Heather for you, huh? Love them. This is a Whitney household. All okay, right. So I just have to say, I was discussing Uh-oh. the Whitneyism. Uh, the love for Whitney with my uh, roommate and friend, uh, Emmy Ambrosiak, and she had some harsh realities to share with me. What? Miss Whitney is a big old Trump supporter. Ah, oh, jeez. Why do you have to say I'm that? I'm so sorry, but eventually the footage will uh, come upon you, and she's been at Trump rallies. She's been what? She's been at Trump rallies. She's this been is at Trump at rallies. rallies. This is the level at, of Trumpism. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Well, then, actually, I'm really pissed off because, like, I have so many notes. I have, like, paragraphs and paragraphs of notes being like, there's nothing wrong with Whitney. <laughs> I believe in her political views. I mean, let's just go through them. Let's go through. I, I want to know. I just really like her. I like her little Stephanie Holman voice. Yeah. I, I love her tits. I love her <laughs> boobies. They're so big. And they've got to be fake, right? I think she might have said that, but I'm not sure. Well, you know what uh, George Michael says. Hmm. Gotta be fake, fake, fake. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. Boo, boo, earns. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, I just love her boobs. Uh, I like that she is swinging on a stripper pole in front of her kid. In front of her I dad. like that. She- in front of her dad, who's who's cheering her on. Oh boy, it's something. he can't see what's going on. Move those bangs. <laughs> stop it. We can't make fun of the addict father anymore. We can make fun of the bangs though. Yeah, we, I guess so. I guess they're a separate entity. If his business is hair, we can make fun of his hair. <sighs> yeah, we can, I guess. Yeah, Mar- Marshall, we can. Uh, all of my notes are just uh, just Lisa. Like, it's just Lisa. I can't, Okay, I, let's go to Lisa then. Okay, number one, I'm starting to realize the difference between Lisa and Meredith. At the start of the episode, I was oh, like, yeah. give one of them yeah. a face tattoo because I'm fucked. 
<laughs> well, actually, all of my notes were like, Meredith's a bitch. Fuck Meredith. And then I realized it was Lisa. I had to do full rewrites. So, okay, here is here are the main the differences for me. Number mm. one, they're different people. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. helpful. Different DNA. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, two. Number two, Lisa has darker hair, has more of a pinched and shiny face, and is pure evil. Yes, yes, yes. I would also say um, Lisa is um, of the same height, but maybe not. Uh, two, I would say that um, they both move their mouth sideways. They um, do, especially but, Meredith. Yes. Um, but I would say that Lisa has a much more cartoonish way of talking. If you're painting a villain, she was painted well. Yes, I agree. Uh, Meredith, once, now this was the, do you say clincher or cincher? This was the. I didn't say nothing. No, do, what do you say? Clincher or cincher? This was the clincher. The clincher. Yeah, the clincher. This was the clincher. She has brown sharpie eyebrows. <laughs> they're nice and thick and done like they're sharpies. And her yeah. face doesn't move when she talks. And I know that's kind of an across the board note you can give a lot of housewives, but it really doesn't move except her little. Yeah, I think that's valid move. because I feel like you can see that she's putting in the effort to make her face move. Correct. And yes, it does not. Yes. Correct. Uh, should we get into Meredith and her separation before we dive deep into Lisa? Yeah, sure. I mean, the, I will say that Meredith um, separation news uh, was a little surprising. Yeah, because they, they seemed, seemed so... like they had a fun relationship. Yeah, and I guess what we're used to in life and on Housewives is, you know, these Camille Grammer, Kelsey Grammer, never talk to you again divorces, and they mm. seem like a pretty amiable separation so far. Well, I mean, you're really—I mean, choosing the Grammers <laughs> as a. <laughs> As a divorce, we're really going to the extremes here. That's what mommy and daddy did. But here's the thing. When he said, can I look at your phone? I know. And she said no. I mean, that was it. Done deal. Done fucking deal. He is absolutely right. Like, I agree. If she is not going to show the phone, then she has something to hide. I think she's absolutely sleeping with someone and doesn't want him to know yet. I don't... Uh, well... Uh, or is not, or just or is is dating or something? Because what what else would she have on the phone? Talking shit about him. I talk shit about people all the time in my texts. If someone said Emily, if you said Emily, give me your phone, I'd be like, eh, let me just. See. I, yeah, but I kind of already would know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> and I would argue the same for both of them too. Like if it was just her talking shit about him, I feel like they've already got their laundry aired. I think it's something else because if yeah. there's any, you think of any time that you've been like, I'm not sure showing you my phone to to a, a person that you're seeing yeah. it's because maybe you're texting someone else yeah i definitely would show my boyfriend my phone there's nothing on yeah. there that's yeah. bad oh my god my god um yeah and it's funny i really like him um what's his name steve no it's not no steve's the dad seth seth seth, seth. oh i like that name i like that name seth yeah um yeah. good jewish boy uh and he uh, he seems down for the reality cameras. Yeah, but he was always doing. He was already doing that episode one where he's like, "And I ain't getting enough in the bedroom." Yeah, that's right. Classic housewife husband joke. Oh. Every the second they get like they're like, "And the cameras filming." They're like, yeah, "I don't get enough blowjobs." <laughs> I'm horny. I'm horny. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jesus yeah. Christ. So I'm I'm thrilled with what's going to go happen there. I like Meredith. She's something's up, but I like her. 
Yeah, I, she seems somewhat down the middle. Well, I need a new favorite now that Whitney's ruined. Thanks a lot. I know, I'm so sorry. Well, listen, I but I learned this um, right after episode one. So I've been seeing her through that lens. I think maybe there's, there's more, there are more layers. There are more layers. We shall find out. I know, I know. Also, I have written down here, I'm sorry, a can system, the old tried and true can system. Oh, yes. This who, who, was, which one is this related to? This was Whitney's, um, Whitney was, I think it was Whitney, saying back oh, in the yes, day, the poly- plural families. The yeah. Yes. Which also was a shock to me, this polygamous lifestyle that they have. Who? I mean, both They're a shock not and swingers. Non-shock. She didn't say they weren't swingers. No, but she's talking about Utah in general. Oh, yeah, there's tons of, I watch Big Love. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I'm sorry, a can system? A can system. That's hilarious. Um. Okay, so they were, there was a lot of talk about, back to Lisa and Heather, who I like, mm. um, of Heather flashing her tits at BYU. Mm-hmm. And how she was like, if I had done that. episode one. Yeah. yeah. And they, they talked about it again at the dinner at the ski lodge. If I had done that, I would have been kicked out of university. Uh, so I was like, what the fuck is this place? So I did a little research, okay? (laughs) Get ready for this. This is fucking weird. (laughs) BYU stands for Brigham Young University. It has three campuses, okay? The first one is in Provo. I think it's how you say Provo, Utah, which is just south of Salt Lake City. The second is in Salt Lake City. The third is in, what is the most religious place on earth, Marshall? Um, Italy? Oh, my God. I guess. Uh, Jerusalem. The third <laughs> oh, campus is in Jerusalem. Right. The... Students attending, this is from Wikipedia, the intro to Wikipedia, so you can tell I went deep. Mm. Um, students attending BYU agree to follow an honor code that mandates behavior in line with Latter-day Saints teachings. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You got to do dress and, there's a dress and grooming code, abstinence from extramarital sex, and homosexual behavior. Mm-hmm. no drugs no coffee they're anti-coffee no tea no alcohol tobacco 99 percent of the students there are members of the lds church who are the one percent who aren't that's what i wanted that's what i want to know right okay but who are we talking about here (laughs) the The college where they all went the college where heather and lisa all of oh okay (laughs) yeah b byu and that notable alumni include, you're, you're like, I hate this. <laughs> my eyes are, tw- you can see my eyes are like swelling in number eight circles. Huh? Well, it's almost over, I promise. Notable oh, alumni include John Hader of Napoleon Dynamite fame. Oh my God. Stephanie Meyer, who wrote the, the Twilight Boat books, the boats. The boat, wrote the a boat. Yeah. Ken Jennings, the guy who won a bunch of Jeopardies. Mitt, <laughs> Mitt Romney. Mm. And also... Get this one. I did not see this one coming from a mile away. Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart? I know. Okay. Harvey okay. Dent. Yeah. Oh, he's handsome. He is so handsome. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, I, I, I sense you have a lot to say about this, but we should move on to Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Is this done yet? <laughs> okay. I just like I I've she really painted herself in a bad light. This like this episode was bad for her. She's pure delusional. Bad, bad, bad. She's delusional and like I I never really want to believe the accusations when they're like 
oh, she's too hoity-toity, or like she she believes in this sort of light. Like it's always such bullshit. Yeah. Uh, look at Luann. Look at Karen. Look at like it's just for show. But this feels real. This feels real. Yeah. Well, I think I think someone like Luann was hoity-toity in those early seasons, and then uh, I wouldn't say she's self-aware, but she's definitely more. She's definitely more self-aware than she was in those first few seasons. I just think Lisa sucks dick. I think she's the worst. And it's I not even a fun suck dick. Sorry. It's not even a fun suck dick. It's no. It's just a delusional, unpleasant woman whose whose husband knows the game completely when she's bitching about the um Oh, I'm sorry. Is she married to a husband or is she married to some kind of satanic being? <laughs> because he like, has nothing behind the eyes. Nothing. No, she's she's what do you call that? Weaned him down to a pulp or rubbed him down? I'm not good at the allegories or metaphors. <laughs> not good at the uh, algebra stories. <laughs> she drank him down to a pulp. Um, yeah, he's not. There is nothing left. Yeah, when she was like going on about like the tequila stuff uh, about Whitney, she's just going on and on, inventing oh, to the sick of the husband, yeah. and he just got a dead eyed ghost. You're way too generous as always. Also. Uh, Whitney is right to be hurt by that. Like, that was fucked. She is, ba- like, she really oh. was just relaying, like, hey, you had a couple of, sh- like, there was a couple of shitty bartenders. Well, she pro- she provided the bartenders. Yeah, yes. and it's, I basically, I didn't think it was like, hey, I'm pissed. I thought it was more, It's hey, like, hey, don't work sending, with these bartenders. Yeah, if you're sending these people out, be aware they're not the most professional. Yeah. Uh, that being said, to narc on a wasted bartender, not my favorite. And now yeah. that I know she's a Trump supporter... Not great. Well, sure, but like, it just—it seemed very straightforward, and her reaction to it was like, Psycho. "Fucking gross." It was fucking gross. So, so I think what we got here is Mary and Whitney are the crazy fun villains, or not uh, Mary and Whitney, wait, Mary and Jen, excuse me. Uh, and then you have Whitney and Heather, and maybe a little bit of Meredith as like the relatable ones, mm-hmm. and then you have Lisa, who is just. Ugh, and I will not be sad if she leaves. Yeah, I mean, let's let's wait and see what if she pulls out some delicious yum yum num 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 trauma, um, that we all uh, sati- uh are satiated by. But I w- but you're right. When Mary came on screen, again, just like episode one, everything is is lighter. Everything light, is like light of my life. You're like, oh right, 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 right. When she said, "I only wear brands that don't give me a wedgie," what? Friends, is this woman talking about? Oh, I don't know. I've never worn nice clothes. You've Cucci, worn nice clothes, haven't you? Cucci, talking about Cucci, Dolce and Gabunchi, <laughs> Jean Paul Gantier. What the fuck is she talking about? Was it Versace? 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 No, I think she, I think she was. She was like, that's why it's Chanel. Okay. Oh my god. Did you ever ski? Yeah. Are there ski hills in New Zealand? Yeah, there's there's a bunch of mount mountains and shit. Um, I did the skiing. It was, as you imagine, just a V-shape tumbling <laughs> down uh, a ch- child slope. <laughs> um, I uh, I was kind of into skiing grade seven and eight because um, there was this uh, this big hill in Oshawa, Ontario, near our house. Ooh, and so high. I know. It was shit. Uh, but the issue is when I gained a bunch of weight in puberty and I kind of stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and around grade eight, that was like really chubby. And in retrospect, not that chubby, right? Uh, but at the time, I was like, I'm oh, yeah. morbidly obese. When you're a kid, you're like, what's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> Crane me out of my home. 
But I, I really lost uh, any kind of connection with my body at all and any kind of core strength. So when I would fall, when I ski, I wouldn't be able to get back up and I just lie there and I really would try and I try with all my might to get back up. But my stomach was too big and go around and so, me, go around me. <laughs> the issue was the only people who would ever stop to help me were always like handsome, older teenage boys. And they're always like, do you need help? And the embarrassment <laughs> became too much that I just quit skiing altogether. <laughs> As this as happens in any sport, you get hit by a racquetball, handsome men come up, say, you seem very bruised, and you leave the town. <laughs> yeah, we don't know how it works. I, 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 hated, I hated sport, but in particular, I will hate any, obviously, homosexual, any sport that involves the amount of, of, um, of clothing and instruments and any of that oh. shit. Like, absolutely not. It's a rich person sport. Yeah. Yeah. Wax my snowboard? Like, come on. That's got to be at least 100 bucks. Um, so they're on the slopes. Um, I will say Meredith gave, uh, I think, some genuinely nice advice to uh, Whitney. I that agree. was an actual, that is a conversation that you do not see on a housewife show. Mm-hmm. You don't see, someone goes to another person and says, I need help. Someone's being a bitch. What do you say? And they say, I say that your husband's fucking someone else. You know, that's the that's the modus I made operandi. It up. Never mind. Yeah. I made it you up. know what? The Marge. The Marge. Classic Marge. Yeah. Oh, I miss her. I miss Marge. Oh, she'll be back soon, baby. Ponytail deep uh, swinging. They finished filming. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah and they yeah. did it during they did it during the pandemic. Oh, absolutely, they did. Absolutely, they did. Daniel Staub fucking rubbing droplets all up over everyone. No, um, she's done. She's done. She's severed she, ties with Andy. Is she? Well, she? she said she came out with all those coke allegations against Andy Cohen, and you don't you don't think Andy's going to let her back into the oh that's club? Fun. Do you? I didn't know that. That's fun. Oh, Marshall, she came out and she was like, "Andy's a piece of shit." I've seen him do coke. <laughs> <laughs> he left me stranded on Fire Island one day. Um. So yeah. So that so she comes to to Meredith for some advice. Meredith being uh, an accomplice to Lisa's bitchery, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. Meredith is very kind-hearted and, and gives her an actual thoughtful piece of advice on how to approach her it was yeah. nice keep in mind i've been watching a lot of the real housewives of sydney which is just chaos in a bottle i do not recommend it at all yeah but you said that they were you were we were talking about this the other day and you said they, they were too mean for television how is that even possible that's that's what bravo said so when they were like oh let's pick it up for u.s distribution they were like it's too mean and it is like I think you get the same amount of like insults hurled on on other franchises, but this really comes out of nowhere, and it just seems like it's not put on for the cameras. It's they're just insane. That's it sounds fun on the surface. It's terrible. Don't recommend. Anyway, so oh. again, this culminates in the dinner. Oh yeah, which also Meredith had a blood eye at this dinner. Did you see this? Oh my god, with these blood eyes. Half of her eye was like kind of pink eye. I don't know, it's the second blood eye in a in a row. Because last week we had Ashley, she had the blood eye on Potomac. <laughs> Which is kind of like, if listen, if Ashley shows up with a blood eye and no one mentions it, that's just Ashley. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and there's not much to say about this dinner other than um, Lisa didn't back down. And I hate, I hate, I hate her. I hate it. She's like, everything I do is from love. <laughs> you <laughs> cut. It's like... <laughs> I also like, and this is, I saw myself and Heather at this dinner because Heather kept doing this thing. Love Heather. Of giving pointed looks and rolling her eyes. And like, she is two clicks away from just jumping over that table and grabbing Lisa's hair. And that's what I do. 
and not the grabbing of the hair, but I will like very passive aggressively like roll my eyes if I'm had a couple drinks. Oh, I would not. I would not say it's passive aggressive. I have seen these <laughs> eyes in action, baby. What? They they climb mountains. They climb the Oshawa mountains. They have gone up those slopes. <laughs> I'm bad at confrontation, but I'm good at like the uh, foreplay. <laughs> it is unmistakable. I'll say that unmistakable. She goes, although she does give us this mm-hmm. beautiful line, which I will be using in my own life. I don't judge you. I don't care enough to judge you. Oh my god. I was like, I was like faffing about in my room. I was doing something while I was like watching this this scene. And um, I was like wiping down a surface or something. And I heard that and turned around and was like, you fucking nightmare. I mean, here's the thing. That's a good housewife line though. Also, when she blinked three times and said, tell me, tell me. Like, psychotic. Oh yeah, that was nice. I will say um, she's made a lot see, here's the thing i love a good villain right i even though i really don't like lvp now mm. there was a I time when i'm sorry her. and it's because oh, I, I see myself in her um but i will say with <laughs> no marshall <laughs> just because even accent by the way let's let's wrap it up sorry. on oh the accents the accents marshall these accents i know a bunch of them are from different places but Mary's from U- Utah and Whitney's from Utah. These accents are across the board weird. What is the Utah accent? Yeah, I always think I know where I'm going and then I'm thrown off. My GPS is gone. Yeah, something's up. I don't get it, but I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know, Utah, man. Um, next week, we get more Brooks. That's good. Yes. Also. Meredith Brooks. I mean, can we just talk about this preview for next oh, It looks episode? good. Because it is all, again, I was still cleaning my room, okay? Focus, Marshall. <laughs> and, I had to t- and I had to turn around because I was like, what I'm hearing is not matching up with what <laughs> I imagine it is. Jen on a couch kicking up her legs going grinder, 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 grinder. And then a teen, a gay teen. He's 21. He's on a Exacerbated. Exacerbated in his kitchen facing away <laughs> from the camera going, oh, I just, uh, I just can't have that woman. Like his <laughs> reaction was just a tired old well, gay he did it on purpose he says her vagina was in my face and yeah, he's immediately yeah. inserting himself into the drama of course a woman like jen and any real housewife oh, is please. gonna be he like has a go- he has a google doc of a plan i'm telling you oh yeah i can't wait i do love it the era of brooks i i welcome it <laughs> i will say though and I, I brought this up um to a friend i'm your only friend none of these people None of these people that we identify potentially as gay have said that they are gay. And I think that's important because, again, we are in Utah. Yeah. And everyone has said, you know, well, come on, it's obvious. Like, there's no, they're not hiding anything. I'm like, yeah, but uh, I'm going to wait for, I'm going to wait for an announcement. Watch uh, Brooks bring his girlfriend back home next week. (laughs) I'm telling you, I am expecting him to be like, and this is Sarah. (laughs) Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think great episode. I'm in. I'm in. I'm I'm so in. And I'm glad to hear that, Marshall, because I know you were a little mm, on the fence last week. I just need to know who my characters are. That's it. Yeah. Who are my heroes? I needed to villains? know the difference. It's like the first episode of that one season of RuPaul's Drag Race, where um, the first episode, I was like, Miss Cracker, Aquaria, there is no difference. <laughs> and then third episode, I'm like, they could not be more dissimilar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Um, and I, you know what? I'm happy to have Lisa be a complete psycho. Like, maybe that's what I need. Yeah, do you know what? Maybe we're shitting on her. Because I think it's just a... No, I'm saying we should shit on her. And that's great. <laughs> and that's wonderful. 
And that is what I learned at BYU. So, so it's in Jerusalem. I'm sorry. We should talk about this in a bit, but okay, like we should take a break let, first. Let's move on. Yeah, let's take a break. Or take a, okay. a quick break. And we're back. And we're back. From under space. From the bathroom, I peed. It was a number one and it felt so good. I wish it was a number two because that feels good too. Stop that, Marshall. That's lewd. I don't like that. That's disgusting. Let's talk about Potomac. Potomac! Um, first off, I want to give a major apology. Last week, we were talking about um, the ladies going up into that, like, those aerial tramways uh, mm-hmm. in up the mountain. And you were like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're gondolas. And I was like, shut the fuck up, you <laughs> stupid Kiwi bitch. Well, I looked it up. <laughs> and, and you were right. Uh, they are also uh, they're also known as trams because that's what i thought they were because when i lived in jasper that's what they were called but i should have known that someone from the mountains would know as well someone from the mountain time i i don't so that's a loose interpretation of tram but whatever there's all types of trams and there's all types of gondolas and now we know and now you know and now everyone better good (laughs) um i didn't write any notes about potomac because you don't need to write notes about potomac potomac just is it is no you just know it in your heart yeah. All I I wrote some and the first one is I have the most beautiful tan clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Who was this also? This was Karen. This was at 145 yeah. in the episode. Why did I even ask? Uh it was a flashback to when she was drunk and it was somebody being like the only time Karen ever opens up is when she's plastered. Mhm. As is the way. As is the way. This is the way. The big reveal Uh-oh. was that Ashley has been biding her time. She's playing the long game. And I fucking love it. I fucking Whisper love right it. into the mic, Marshall. I fucking love it. I love her. Who knew that last year yeah. when she was <laughs> defending her sexual assault her husband? And I was like, oh, Ashley, who knew she would become my number one housewife this year? I th- well, I think it, the math adds up, right? She last season she opened up um, about the trauma with her parents. Um, this time she's opened up about um, Mr. Darby mm-hmm. from Australian Grope and Grill, <laughs> and now I feel like you know she has the audience on her side, so she can take out this assassination with power. And I will say, like Whitney before her, those breasts are something else, especially now that she's been sucking baby from them (laughs) or what do you call that she is quite stunning she is quite stunning i can't look away (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk about beautiful perfect ashley confronting uh candace at the dinner when candace brought up that she wants a baby yes kind of a like a a a slow turn of the knife is what it felt like i loved it i revenge is a dish best served in Portugal or Portland, as Karen would say. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming top of our lungs, Portland is still one of the funniest things I've seen. Also, that toboggan, I wouldn't go on that for a million bucks. See it in a residential area (laughs) with on on a road with with cars. I mean, it's not that much of a hop and a skip away from a New Zealand excursion. I will say. Oh, is that New Zealand esque? Oh yes, we we have this one thing called the luge. It sounds fancy, but again, it's just a toboggan being thrown down a mountain. Ice, right? No, just like concrete. Like they have poured Jesus, a concrete if... road down a mountain and they chuck your children off it. 
lovely. Um, <laughs> oh, that's why your face looks like that. Interesting. The accident. Um, yeah. So uh, obviously, <laughs> I mean, Candace, that was very much like a Candace went to therapy dinner, whereas Can- Candace was just like biting her tongue and not trying to reach for the utensils and just slice Ashley in the face. I know. It's like she was visualizing the awards that she would be have bestowed upon her at the Candace No Psycho ceremony <laughs> of 2020. Oh, like Candace. it was, congrats, sure, okay. She really shouldn't be a mother because she's just going to pass down this trauma like Dorothy gave her. I think it's... I'm ready to be a mother. Oh, no. I think I'm ready. I, yeah, you know, I think I'm ready. I just, it's good that she's in therapy. I hope she's actually going to therapy and it's Let's not just for show. One thing clear. She will never be okay. Okay, if you have a mother like that, it is permanent, a permanent damage, and that mother is still in her life. Oh, yeah, because she has, she has her by the money. Yeah. She has her, she's paying her rent. Yeah. Or allegedly she's not anymore, but let's be real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I, uh, (laughs) I just love Ashley, and I love that Ashley was like a dog with a bone and would not stop she wouldn't stop. Like, she really could have backed off at certain points. But Ashley was like, no, but back to you, uh, <laughs> you know, going after me for not crying enough when I was talking about my miscarriage, which was absolutely horrible. Yeah. Followed up by some of the best insults of all time, bed, wench, and roach. But still. Oh, my God. Um, also, dog with a bone. Dog with a bone is like a classic uh, Real Housewives of any Australia franchise. She was the dog with a bone. I'm telling you. It's fucking dog with a bone. Well, it's that, and because I've been watching some Real Housewives in Melbourne, they love that racist term, Chinese whispers. It's Chinese whispers, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So what, it, Marshall, what is that? Chinese whispers. I don't, I, I don't know what the origin of it is, but it's, or what the connection is to China. I have no idea. I, it's, it's like purple monkey dishwasher, right? It's like things get misconstrued um, as the gossip is passed around. Um, Marsh, what mm-hmm. the fuck were we talking about? Well, the crux of the episode. So again, in any other franchise, this would be mm-hmm. considered a filler episode because it is dominated by a prank. But for some I reason, in this franchise, I urge only pranks. I urge <laughs> pranks upon all of thee. I want Robin. I want Giselle. I want Karen. I want all of these women pranked. I want Karen pranked big time, baby. I love it. And I love a good prank. I am the queen of pranks. They're not particularly clever. You really seem like you would be. I'm great. Want to hear the best prank I've ever done? Yeah. I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick because there's a gun to my head. But <laughs> in high school, my friend Caitlin, she, who I'm still friends with, Caitlin was away one day in school. And so at in computer class, we went online and we went to the Dr. Phil website. Okay. I'm and in. it said... <laughs> Uh, we are looking for people for future episodes. And it was like themes. Oh and it was like, do you know someone who hates fat people? Oh my God. And this is like, probably fat shaming, but like, I'm a curvy person and we didn't mean it like this, but and, you know, it wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't do it now. <laughs> um, it said, do you hate fat people? We'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> and so I wrote, hi, I'm Caitlin. And I wrote down her info and her phone number and everything. And I'm like, I hate fat people. <laughs> And I just didn't even say anything specific. I was just like, I just hate him. And months later, completely forgot about this prank. I get a call from Caitlin during the finale, the season oh my God. two finale to Lost, uh, really ill-timed. Um, and she called and she was like, Emily, <laughs> do you know something about a Dr. Phil producer calling my house? <gasps> no. And they tried to get her on the show. They're like, Caitlin, why do you hate fat people? 
That is amazing. I know it's a good one, right? <laughs> it's a good one. Anyway, but but yeah, I love a good I love a good prank, and I love that like all of the all of the women after that really intense conversation are all crowded in like the hotel hallway, like watching Wendy Roll, rolling around. That was fun. That was fun. It was fun. I love these girls. I just want to take Candace's place. And that says that says something too, because like if you show me one more fucking prank on Kardashians. I mean, already <laughs> I've, give, I've we've all given up on Kardashians, but like, oh yeah, totally. every yeah. fucking episode. Anyway, uh, very fun. It was lovely. It was good to see. Good to I, see. And it made me like it made me like Wendy more too, because she took it with a she took it with good humor. I'm glad she was chill about it because she is not the sort of person. She is the last person I would choose to put a, do a prank on. I know. And next week it's her and Candace against Ashley. So her and Candace are this nightmare team yeah together now yeah they're but they're buddies. oh but I, but we gotta admit ashley's pulled the big cards out i mean this was good baby this was good <laughs> i love and i love that ashley comes for candace at that first dinner and is like i'm still really pissed at you for what you did all the whole time knowing yeah. i am attacking your character in a court of law yes 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 oh man it is beautiful it is beautiful it's great. I love it. Um, and I love that Giselle and uh, Robin are like, um, what? you could just, you know, give a pro Monique statement. But Ashley's like, no, legally, it doesn't make sense. I need to attack her character. <laughs> not even like flinching, not batting an eyelid. It was lovely. We love to see it. And let's be real. Like, even though Giselle and Robin were like, um, Ashley, I don't know about this. This bad idea. Please, please. Cameras are off. They're like, fucking go up. Destroy yeah. her. They love it. Green Eyed Bandits, baby. Love them. Uh, yeah, I love And I just keep falling more and more in love with Robin. I love that she's going after Karen for these stupid embellished hat pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'll say it. Karen didn't look great. But I think that's the photographer's fault because... Karen's bone structure is perfect. And let's be real. We're, t- we're, t- we're discussing the hats. The hat is the star. Is something no one has ever said. <laughs> That's our crime against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, choices. Choices, Robin. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's something, something. And I love how Karen wouldn't stop. She did what I did. She kept bringing up Juan. She kept being like, so when's you going to propose? Oh, my God. That is fucking you. I can see you. And you truly probably don't have the information necessary. But I no. see you being like, so uh, wouldn't it be crazy if someone had a surprise birthday party here right now on your birthday? <laughs> that would be crazy, right? But I'd meet it in a good way, Marshall. I'd be like, hey, like something might be in the works in a dumb, dumb way. Dumb, 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 stupid, dumb, not dumb a, way. Not in an evil Lisa way. <laughs> Everything I do comes from love and kindness. Mm-hmm. Everything. Oh. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> She's pointing a gun. For Potomac, it was a very like, filler episode in the sense of like it set up a lot of stuff for next week where they're having this like kinky party they really they fucking were advertising that like showdown with ashley and candace like what the fuck yeah i was a little disappointed no i'm okay with that because even for a filler episode potomac is gold yeah that's true that's true at its worst it's its best delicious delicious gold well that's kind of it that's it and now let's talk about OC. <laughs> Joking. We, <laughs> I've stopped watching it. I, I don't can't. think I watched it. I don't think I did. I I didn't. Uh, see, here's the thing. When it first was announced and all this Kelly Dodd shit was coming out, 
I was like, no. Which have we talked, we, I mean, we don't need to talk about that, but we talked about how we're not watching it, right? We're not watching it. But I was also still like kind of watching it like while I was doing my dishes and stuff. Because I was like, yeah. well, what's going on with Gina? I think that's what it deserves. Yeah. yeah. That, me too. I'm like, what's going on with Gina? But yeah, it's it's unwatchable, I think. Um, and that's, and fine. that's fine. And now we have we have Atlanta coming up in mid-December and Marshall. Yes. Now, is, is Atlanta going to be post-COVID? I don't know. I think so, because Nini got fired a yeah, few months ago. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, and that's it's just embarrassing. Um, yeah. I have not watched Atlanta since season seven. and that's... So you haven't seen some of the newest seasons? No, because every time I'm like, I'm going to start again this season, someone goes, no, this season sucks. Don't worry about it. Oh, but someone can say that about any fucking... I know. And, and now that we're doing this podcast, I am so embarrassed, and I have to do my due diligence... <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to go back, and if anyone has any opinions, let me know, but at least two seasons. I'm going to come back for Kim's return. Yeah. And then last season, I think that's the last two seasons. So I am completely up to date because I'm embarrassed. I am embarrassed. And I loved Atlanta. I don't know why I stopped watching it. It's just one of those things, you know? And I think there's fun stuff there. I love I love Eva. Um, Paul- I don't know anything about Eva except for America's Next Top Model. Oh, I love her. A lot of people didn't like her. I fucking loved her. I think Portia has a good um, arc. She goes from someone that I really didn't like to someone I think is great. Um, and can... then the threesome storyline is coming up, right? What? Partial. Please, Please Lorenzo. spill. Spill. There was, I, and I'm not sure of who's who because, again, I haven't been watching it lately. But <laughs> there is a threesome at a bachelorette party and it gets, at least the audio gets caught on camera and... Um, Portia and somebody else is involved. I'm gonna have to look it up. Wait, is this a big fucking deal? Is this upcoming? Yes, this is upcoming. So this is a huge deal. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, Marshall. I just, I I know, but if you knew, if you knew the history with Portia and uh, sex and threesomes and that kind of thing, then what? All the the candy stuff, the candy and the Phaedra stuff. I know that stuff. Okay, yeah. Uh, That actually gives us a great segue. Tom Hearn, Mm. our friend, gave me a great rundown of the Portia. Phaedra, threesome, uh, lies, candy mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and Tom Hearn is our guest next week. We have our first, our very first guest. Our very first uh, friend and human nightmare, Tom yeah. Hearn. <laughs> I love Tom. We, we both love Tom. But you're going to see. You're going to see. Oof. His opinions are wrong. Wild. Wild, bold. Wild. Bold, ribald opinions. It's like, what were we talking about one? Oh, I was going on. I was like, I fucking hate that Captain Sandy one week. And he was like, she is a queen. And I, what what are you talking about? I think I think some queen? people are contrarians and I think he genuinely loves these <laughs> these choices that he makes. Genuinely. I think he care I think it's like I think he's true of heart. I think it's for real. Um so we're going <laughs> to I was thinking about making him a little theme song when he comes on. Like, <laughs> da, 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 and then like doing like a little fart noise. <laughs> But I'm very excited, and uh, that'll be episode That's three. That's fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And Marshall, it's it's just been a pleasure. Do you want to do you want to say goodbye to our, our our so many viewers? Yes, absolutely. Um, goodbye to all three of you. Um, <laughs> three thousand. But I'm excited. I'm excited for Salt Lake City. I am. I think. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. And listen, this Potomac has been a blessing, and I'm excited to catch up on Atlanta and New Jersey's coming up. And they're filming New York. It's just, thank you, bravo gods, for giving us these gifts. It'll never end. It will never end, and that's fine. It'll never end. This has yeah. been lovely. Marshall? Yes. I love you. Do you love me? I, you cut out. 
You son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. Okay, good night. <laughs>